the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I can hardly contain my enthusiasm today at the start of a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, given the wisdom of our Democratic leaders, both in the city and nationally, as uh, life is fantastic and getting better by the minute. If you listen to Joe Biden trumpet his uh, latest economic successes in the wake of the newest inflation report, and here in Columbus, uh, our city council in its uh, undying efforts to make life better has moved to outlaw one of the scourges of our community. Not drugs, not gang violence, not crime, not bad schools, not hopelessness in the inner city. Nope. We are getting rid of flavored tobacco products. Now things get really good. You are welcome to participate in the show. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. Yes, Columbus City Council, all Democrats were united because they all voted to do this, a unanimous vote, to ban the sale of flavored tobacco products such as menthol cigarettes and e-cigarettes within the city beginning in January of 2024. So another year, this needs to be done because uh, kids in schools are getting hooked on uh, flavored cigarettes, some of which taste like cotton candy, fruit, coffee, and milk. Milk? Yeah, that sounds kind of gross. I would think that shelf with the milk cigarettes would be pretty fully stocked always, but I digress. So I guess I have a question right off the top. If this is such a pressing matter and we're worried about getting more kids hooked, why are we waiting a year to implement it? I guess the reason is because there are a lot of businesses in Columbus. Is it a make, whole year? 2020? Is that year. what you said? 2024? Yeah, January oh, 1, 2024. Interesting. Yeah, mm. we're waiting a whole year. Well, and, and the next thing that comes to my mind is, well, they'll just go to the <laughs> suburbs and buy what they need. Mm, this is probably true. <laughs> or uh, here's what I envision in the future. A teenager in Columbus will be shot and killed by Another teenager in Columbus Mm -hmm. over the buying of flavored tobacco products, which are not purchased in a store, but are purchased from somebody in a back alley situation who realizes that, hey, there's a lot of money to be paid, made rather, furnishing e-cigarettes and flavored tobacco to kids who no longer can get it in their local convenience store. That's true. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. We won't know if I'm right until 2024. Uh, But here is a comment from uh, City Council member Shayla Favor. She says, the insidious nature of tobacco in our schools is uncontrollable. Well, if that's true, then isn't it pointless to try to control it? I mean, she says it's uncontrollable. Then the word uncontrollable means it is not able to be controlled. So why would you try? This is another instance 
a less insidious instance, but an insidious, but a, but a bad instance nonetheless, of Democrats knowing what is better for you than you know what is better for you. Listen, I'm not here sitting advocating for people to smoke e-cigarettes, menthol, tobacco, or any other kind of tobacco products. I don't partake. I never have partaken. My kids don't. My wife doesn't. I understand the dangers of tobacco usage, but I also understand freedom. And people are allowed to make their own bad choices. And if we're going to ban menthol tobacco and menthol cigarettes and flavored cigarettes, well, why don't we ban, like they tried to do, and I think they did in New York some years ago, they banned big gulps. They banned like certain amounts of soda over X number of ounces. There's been There have been other places where they've tried to ban Slurpees. Why don't we just put every Dairy Queen in town out of business? I mean... Hey, 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 now wait a minute. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. Are blizzards good for your teeth? Are they good for your waistline? I like the one with turtles in it. We Ooh. are allowed, are we not, to partake in things that might not necessarily be good for us and to learn to do those things in, hopefully, moderation, to exercise some discipline in our life and some personal accountability. But no, we want to remove all those choices from people as if, if they are predisposed to finding something that is not good for them and we take that thing away, they will not find another thing that is not good for them or that might be even worse for them. Are we going to, are we going to allow the sale of CBD products and medical marijuana and all that kind of stuff in town? I think we are. I think that's been legislated in the law and that's fine. I have no problem with that. I used to advocate for a CBD company, and I have gained relief from some CBD products that don't have THC in them. I have no problem with that. But I, are we going to ban alcohol sales in the city of Columbus? Yeah. Are we going to ban alcohol sales after a certain time of day to eliminate drunk driving? I mean, you could go to an endless, insane degree, which I guess, in my opinion, they've already done with this ban. But they weren't done. Besides banning flavored tobacco... Uh, they have established, this is the really good news, I kind of buried it, uh, they have created the Office of Violence Prevention. I hope we're not waiting for 2024 to do that. I would like to prevent violence right now. Yes, we've created a committee which will work to reduce gun violence, conduct research, and talk to community members about ideas. Well, that'll put an end to every piece of violence in the city of Columbus. Conduct research and talk to community members about ideas. And uh, they're also building a $60 million addiction and crisis center for alcohol, drug, and mental health issues in the city. $60 million. I'm all for building facilities to help take care of mental health issues and all that. I'm just looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. There's like a five-page story here. In my printout of the Dispatch Online story, I'm looking for anything that beefs up law enforcement efforts to stop car thefts or any kind of initiative to identify, eliminate, or punish gang violence and its assorted tentacles in the city of Columbus. We have $60 million for a mental health facility. Not one penny to get rid of gang violence and its offspring. 
the city, this leadership of the city, continues to look at cosmetic things that will have no appreciable impact on quality of life in the city of Columbus, and in so doing, advertises that it is exactly what it claims to deplore, specifically racist and very disrespectful of people of color. The stats are in from Mykeisha Roberts, the Columbus Health Commissioner. She says, flavored tobacco is a scourge in our communities. She cites statistics that say one in four Columbus adults smokes. That seems really high to me. Really super high to me. One in four? Okay. And 39% of smokers in Columbus are black. She said Columbus Public Health has seen an 8% increase in smoking rates for black adults in Franklin County. Well, could any of that have to do with the fact that you locked people up in their houses and made them wear masks and told them they were going to die if they didn't get vaccinated and boosted? All those things increase people's level of anxiety and make them nervous and jittery. And what do people do? A lot of people do. I don't, but a lot of people do to mitigate that. They smoke. They smoke. So uh, she didn't say in here, hey, we're sorry about the lockdowns. We're sorry about the prattling on about vaccines and boosters and all that kind of stuff. And we realize we might have created the problem we're trying to fix. I would just like a little bit of self-own on that, Makisha Roberts, but not going to happen. <clears throat> uh, Shayla Favor says that the uh, le- the year lag time between outlawing tobacco, flavored tobacco, and actually implementing that ban in the year interim There will be, and I quote, a robust multimedia campaign with part of the effort specifically aimed at youths. That's a great idea because it's been my experience that youths always do what they're encouraged to do by adults, right? Like no youth, if told to do something by an adult, would dare rebel against authority? Come on. Not in the United States of America. That won't happen. Earlier this year, the Coalition to End Tobacco Targeting pressed for local legislation to ban the sale of flavored tobacco products, including e-cigarettes and menthol cigarettes. This is my favorite part of the sentence in the dispatch story. Which companies have historically targeted to the black community. What is that saying? What is that code for? I'll continue. The discriminatory effect of a menthol ban, you're discriminating against every small business that sells tobacco products. You're voting with emotion. You're not voting with common sense. So that's from a guy who says this is a bad idea. But if you're saying that the the black community is not, what, disciplined enough, smart enough, savvy enough to realize that menthol cigarettes are a gateway to worse things, aren't you disparaging the black community there, not giving them enough credit to make good judgments about good decisions in their life? Sad news to report from the world of sports. Uh, Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach passed away overnight. Uh, 61 years old, Mike Leach was uh, a much different cat than uh, most football coaches. Mike Leach was uh, a guy who didn't take himself too seriously, was funny, and uh, was quirky. He had a massive heart attack 
several days ago, and he lingered for about two days, but uh, he has passed away. So uh, great, uh, great loss for college football, a one-of-a-kind coach in Mike Leach. Uh, about a week ago, I told you about the one-year anniversary of the triple assassination of the father. Well, he's not the father. He's the caretaker of the nine-year-old and six-year-old kids. They were in his car. They were going to Buffalo Wild Wings to meet the mom, and two armed suspects got out of the car, emptied a horrific number of bullets into the car, and killed all three of them. Uh, Today at 1045, about a half an hour ago, they announced that there is a reward through Crime Stoppers for information leading to the arrest of not just the two gunmen, because they had a driver who drove them away, and their uh, presumption of the police is, uh, is that there are two or more other people involved in this. So uh, that is the latest update on that story. And we also told you, I don't remember if this was a year ago or when it was, but there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Tom Desario who lives, I want to say he lives over in the Little Turtle area. I'm not exactly sure where Cumberland Crossings is, but it strikes me from my memory that he lives in the Little Turtle area, who was flying a thin blue line flag. You've seen these, right? They're a, a version of the American flag. Not red, white, and blue. They're all kind of darkish colors. Various shades of gray and black. And then there'll be a thin blue line in the flag. This is a flag that is meant as a tribute to law enforcement. Well, Mr. Desario had a very good reason for flying that flag because his son had been murdered in the line of duty in May of 2017. He had been the Kirkersville police chief for just three weeks when he went to a call and was shot and killed. He left behind six children and his wife was also expecting. It's a very tragic story. So I can't imagine the level of stupidity on the part of Mr. Desario's Homeowners Association who sent him a cease and desist letter. We don't allow people to fly the thin blue line flag. Now, what is behind that? Now, they will say, well, you know, well, people flying all kinds of flags. and You know, these HOAs, our job is to keep the neighborhood all looking the same. Everybody's mailbox complies. Everybody's garbage cans comply. A man cannot pay tribute to his own son who gave his life in the line of duty to protect other citizens. And what it smacks of, of course, is a disrespect for law enforcement from people who would not hesitate to sprint to the phone and call 911 if they heard a noise outside their house in the dark at night that they could not identify. Then they would want the police on the scene, not now, right now. So Mr. Desario fought back, and he sent a letter to the HOA, said, look, this is why I fly it, and hopefully you'll understand why I fly it and you'll leave me alone. No, they sent more threatening letters to him. And they threaten him with a fine of $175 a day, $175 and $5 for each additional day he flew the flag. So uh, he has filed a lawsuit against the HOA, and I certainly hope he wins. And I hope he wins big damages from them. Seems to me like that type of case has also been to the Supreme Court. So hopefully they can come to a resolution sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's uh, nonsensical. And speaking of nonsensical, 
Uh, here's your president, Joe Biden, today at the White House. After the inflation report came out for November, it is at 7.1%. You say, what's it supposed to be? Well, it's supposed to be 2%. 7.1%. Wow, 7.1% is a lot higher than 2%. Yes, it is. But not in the mind of Joe Biden. In a world where inflation is rising at double digits in many major economies around the world, inflation is coming down in America. In fact, this new report is the fifth month in a row where annual inflation has fallen in the United States. Inflation outside of food and energy, uh, a key measure of, uh, that economists use, also fell. So cheer up, all you peasants. Inflation is coming down for five straight months. He is right. It is coming down for five straight months. It was over 9%, which is four and a half times what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be 2%. It's still more than... Three times what it's supposed to be. The 7.1 figure was slightly lower than analysts expected. And so Joe Biden's taking every opportunity to uh, turn defeat into victory and crowing about it. If you parse out the individual sectors, um, food and energy together rose 0.2%, so two-tenths of a percent. Food prices themselves were up a half a percent. So you're not crazy when you go to the store, you're like, wow, cereal's expensive, milk's expensive, eggs are, everything's expensive. Yes, it is. You're not crazy. The food prices are still going up. What about my rent, Bruce? That's going up more than a half a percent. But energy prices fell 1.6%. Ah, yes. Gas prices are down, are they not? Oh, do you think Joe Biden's not going to remind you that gas prices are down? Make no mistake. Prices are still too high. We have a lot more work to do, but things are getting better, headed in the right direction. Most Americans can see the progress driving down the street, finding relief at the pump as gas prices fall. Gas prices are now lower than they were a year ago, and half the gas stations selling gas at, are selling gas at $3.09 or less. Gas prices are lower than they were a year ago. Well, that's good, because they were super high a year ago. Half the stations are selling gas at $3 a gallon or less. I've been to one in Columbus that sells it for less. I've been to a couple I still see out there, Lazelle and... Uh, Forget the other road. Sankus. Sankus. Still mm-hmm. over $3 a gallon. Uh, but, uh, well, let's let the president finish his thought. The most common price for gas stations across the country is $2.99. Ah, the most, the old most common I'll price in America. i bet it's not in California. Two ninety nine. the most common price. So what they do is they, and it's just a snapshot. How often do gas prices change? Like every hour, every day? So they take a snapshot. Who's got it at two ninety nine? Well, a lot of people can have it a lot higher than that. What were gas prices when Joe Biden took off? Uh, two thirty nine a gallon. He's still sixty cents higher than the prices he inherited. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.